0: Now, uh, my echo cancellation's off. Now it's on. God damn it. Well, we're just going to take a stab at this anyway. It's not bad, though. Okay, good. Thanks. Ah, it's pretty bad, Jake. And that bad. You guys will get tired of this shit. Devon looks like he's wearing a wet suit. Watch it. Watch it, Elijah. You got a lot of comments already coming in the comment section. You'll be doing burpees soon. General. This is kind of a weird um, interview for me because I know so much about John. That I feel like we have to catch up on stuff, but I don't want to ask him questions that are like, that have tons of presuppositions because I know I need to keep you, get you guys up to speed who aren't in the arm wrestling world. Does that make sense? That makes, sense. makes sense to you, John.
1: It makes sense to me perfectly. Where are you? I'm at home in my kitchen. my my small home in uh, Lucendus Mesa, Arizona been here oh. for seven years now oh i haven't been to that house no uh-uh yeah no, i've been down here for yeah almost seven years now i think seven years in march did I you d- to, i don't think i've been to your new house either though so no it's both of us
0: that's a, that's a, we, we drifted apart
1: yeah no it's been uh, probably what 10 years or so it's probably even more than that uh when did you start the, the crossfit thing 15 years ago 20 years ago yeah boy time flies
0: when did um When did we first meet? meet, Do you know what year that was? 2004?
1: Oh, I was going to even say earlier than that. When you started calling about doing the Pulling John thing, I thought it was the early 2000s because it wasn't 2004 the Zlotti Tour tournament, so it had to be a couple years before that. We had done a bunch of stuff.
0: Was there even YouTube back then?
1: No. Hell, I I can remember you talking about this new device that was coming out by Apple that was a you know, a computer on a phone, the iPhone.
0: (laughs) Holy shit.
1: So I I knew you before the iPhone existed.
0: (laughs) Why did you, um, let's jump forward for a second. Why did you all of a sudden just start getting into YouTube? What inspired you?
1: Uh, Well, a good friend that I met about two years ago, Ryan Bowen from Australia came out to visit and uh, talked about YouTube and how he wanted to make it a career and um, his involvement in it and how um, he thought it would work for me. And, uh, of course me not knowing anything about it and being lazy, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it sounds all fine and Danny great. Uh, but here, here we are two years later and everybody seems to be doing it. Um, I find myself watching YouTube more than I watch regular television anymore. So <laughs> I decided why not? I'll throw myself out there and just do, you know, say or do whatever and see where it goes. And yeah, well, two weeks later, three weeks later, here we are. So I'm starting to get a little bit more comfortable with it, but, um, yeah, it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. My wife just. I had, I had no idea that there was that many um, interested people out there in the uh, in the world uh, for you know YouTube type vlogging. I guess that's what they call it, vlogging, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know what you call what you're doing. My wife just texted me and said you're hard to hear. It's weird. All of a sudden, your volume just went down. I don't know uh, why that happened.
1: I don't know, I don't know either. Um...
0: Are you, oh, you are using that earpiece, Mike? Yeah. Okay, can uh, you keep-
1: I, don't, I don't I don't mess with things too much, but yeah, my my volume's all the way up. It looks like this other this other device noise now cancellation I can hear. off. Now. Noise cancellation off. Better? Yeah. Yeah. Better, 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 better. Check, check.
0: Oh, now that's <laughs> great. Now you sound like a sexy <laughs> DJ.
1: Who is who's
0: who's Ryan Bone? Why does he want to be why does he want to make a living doing YouTube? Doesn't that seems um, like
1: yeah, just a young kid. I don't know. I don't know what his, I think he was in the service for the Australian service and, um, he decided he wanted to be the best arm wrestler in the world and he, hey, and I don't know, had some media experience and, um, I think, I don't know how, but to what extent his, uh, YouTube experience was, but he started with, uh, doing the Instagram and the Facebook and then evolving into knowing this and knowing that and it eventually led him to, deciding that YouTube was the best platform to, um, expand his, um, his career in arm wrestling. And, and I think he's doing quite well. And you know, it's my, um, I, I did a bunch of uh, talk shows with him to kind of help him get going, um, a couple years ago. And then we did something just recently and, uh, some other guy came over, uh, that has a wife that's involved with YouTube quite extensively. And he was saying, Oh yeah, I need to do it. I need to do it. And I, that's, that's, who really eventually pushed me into saying okay screw it i'm just gonna go do it and and see what see what happens but um yeah
0: you what th- th- what just totally blew me away is what you and devin did last week was that last week that you guys pulled that stunt
1: the what are you talking about stunt just the, the zoom video
0: it was just no the um and by stunt i don't even mean it was conscious you arm wrestle this guy I want to say in Texas, it's a 17 minute video. It's like five matches.
1: Oh, right, right, right. It's a Dimitri. war. Dimitri. Yeah. I've, yeah. Well, my two comeback matches. I, I just decided to start arm wrestling again in maybe June. And uh, a, a heavyweight that's been doing really well in the sport uh, called me out early in January to do a super match, which I hadn't been arm wrestling at all. I'd had been basically retired after I'd pulled De- uh, Devin in 2015. And then he contacted me again in April. He was coming out to Arizona for another super match. There was a state tournament. And I said, no, no, thank you. And then come June, I decided to start arm wrestling again because I had made a deal with Igor Mezarenko, who, who you know very well through PAL, uh, to do the top eight. Uh, before COVID had all, all started, he asked me if I would be part of top eight. Um, and uh, I told him yes. And then, of course, COVID hit and everything kind of went to hell. And uh, but kind of last minute he wanted me to pull the first round of, uh, against this guy named David Datikon in, um, in Moscow. So I started getting ready and I started pulling and um, I Travis, well, you know, Travis Bajent, uh decided to do a tournament in West Virginia and I knew I was going out there and I wasn't planning on pulling. I was just going to be kind of a guest and uh, I knew Chance Shaw was from uh, Florida. So I, I said, hey, I'm going to be out east and you know, if you want to pull, let's pull. Let's do some stuff you know not super official just to see where i'm at see where you're at i know he's he's been wanting to test himself you know test himself with some of the bigger stronger guys and um, it ended up turning into a super match and, and here we are you know two months later i, I got a super match with uh, this uh, texas kid dimitri uh, kachan from uh, originally from russia and i'm pulling paul in, in about a week and a half two weeks and back in west virginia again so holy shit so, it's, uh, it's happening quick <laughs>
0: Um, so many questions. So guys, basically what happened is in, I was making, I was trying to make a documentary on Armenian genocide. The first three letters of Armenian are ARM. I ended up coming across arm wrestling so many damn times that I ended up making an arm wrestling documentary. The name of it is pulling John, um, John brzink The guy you're looking at right here is the main character and there's a cast of, um, Co-stars that are amazing. It's actually it's a really good film. I shouldn't say actually. Uh It's it's a really good film. It's fun you'll enjoy it and It kind of catapulted my I don't know my confidence in what was possible one of the things that John and I did together was for a couple thousand bucks I with two cameras I filmed an arm wrestling competition on a casino boat in Kansas Okay. And I and I brought and it was the United States Championships. And to tell you how good John is, is um he didn't even go to it because it was my words, not John's, below his um.
1: Right. <laughs> they weren't given on <laughs> enough cash. was Very much compensation involved in it. It was an amateur tournament.
0: <laughs> but it, so I go to this tournament and I film it with my girlfriend at the time, and we only have two cameras. We come back to my bedroom at my mom's house where me and my girlfriend are living, and we, um, amongst other things we do in that bedroom, we, we assemble three half-hour arm wrestling shows, and um, I bring John over and Travis over to the house, and John and I end up commentating the arm wrestling events like, um, like we were there. And then ESPN2, I think, re-aired those shows, those three shows about 300 times. It was crazy. Yeah
1: it was super well done for what you had available just your apple computer in your bedroom <laughs> we, we pieced that together with some photographs that you found off i don't know where and uh, yeah no it turned out really good it was really down to earth and just country country through and through and yeah it, it really was amazing for <laughs> what it was crazy yeah.
0: and and, and, the, and we made it for a couple thousand bucks and john was nice enough to come out and travis nice enough to come out and Do the commentary for it. So basically, so then the movie comes out, um, and slowly over time, John and I just drift, just the way two people would drift. He lived in Utah. I lived in California. He lives in Arizona now. I'm still in California. And then, you know, we would text each other, I don't know, once a year, once every three months. Hey, what's up? He'd make some jokes about the way I'm raising my kids. I'd find (laughs) out his daughters are growing up and married. Just, you know, small talk. And then I see this video on YouTube where John is, John is given his iPhone to someone to film this match, and it's a live match, and he streams it live to his YouTube channel. It's 17 minutes long. I, I would always scrub, even as a fan of Armerson, I would always scrub through arm wrestling matches. I watch all 17 minutes. I don't oh. stop.
1: Yeah. It
0: has 70,000 views. And then YouTube says, hey, do you want to watch Devin Lorette's um, assessment of that video, like YouTube suggests that to me, the algorithm. I'm like, what right, the fuck is right. this shit? And I look, and Devin's filming a TV set with his phone, right. which is John's yeah. live stream, and that thing has fifty thousand views. Well, that, I'm like, that, these that's, guys that's are a, brilliant.
1: Yeah, that's that that blew up. Yeah, no, Devin's doing quite well with the uh, the YouTube stuff. He's anything he does is entertaining. It's it's hilarious.
0: So. Um, I just reached out to the producer of the show and I was just like, Hey, um, can you try to schedule with my buddy, John? And we had a little mishap this morning and bam, here you are. Right. Yeah. Why? And if you, I can't, I can't just tell you how good John is at arm wrestling. It's beyond just that he's good at arm wrestling. It's his contribution to the sport. It's you can't overstate it. Mm. it, it there's nothing I can, you just have to start Googling around and looking at message boards. It's it's over the top.
1: It's been my life. I've I've been doing it ever since I was 13, 14 years old, and you know I'm, I just turned fifty-seven. So yeah, you can do the math. I'm. It's 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 been my whole life, and it's it's definitely evolved and changed. And it's good to be an arm muscle right now. There's, there's so many fun things happening now with the YouTube, and it's you know. The, the availability of it is instantaneous, and you you could you know sit down and watch arm wrestling all night long if you want to on YouTube. So it's it's pretty crazy. It's it's fun.
0: God, I can't believe you're saying this. So so you guys know how shocked I am when I met John in 2000, uh, t- one, two, three, or four, whenever it was. I he was the greatest living arm wrestler of the time of all time. He was on the very top of the mountain and yet if you talk to john and you correct me if i'm wrong john he was over it he's having a little yeah, bit of elbow mountain. pain oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. it was it seemed like a dead end he'd accomplished yeah. everything the, the traveling every weekend to make a few hundred bucks or a few thousand bucks here and there he was just like okay new yeah. chapter i'll start been making there. beer
1: yeah been there done that i mean it's it was it was still kind of an underground sport well it still kind of is but at least the internet has, has brought it somewhat to life but we didn't know how hard it was just to get any kind of airtime at all back 15, 20 years ago. I mean, it was, you know, it was pulling teeth to try to get ESPN, even, you even with the successful show that you did, you know, to try to repeat it and get them to be interested in it was, was just impossible practically. So um, yeah, now anybody can just do a great arm wrestling show with a, you know, a, a, a cell phone and an iPhone and boom, you know, you go live and, you know, do a little bit of editing with the, with your cell phone and hell you got a show. So,
0: when you very first started arm wrestling, did you know there was professional arm wrestling?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, my dad introduced it to me at an early, early age. So, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't really professional. I mean, you could win a little bit of money, but nobody would survive very well on on the money made from arm wrestling. So, that's kind of a you know a false name of being a professional. When you think professional, you think of, you know, the mainstream sports, you know, where that's their whole livelihood and they make their living doing it. Um, arm, professional arm wrestling just meant that you were good at it. And, um, you know, you could you could occasionally go out on the weekend and make a thousand dollars here, a thousand dollars there, but it's nothing to sustain a break of the family.
0: <laughs> what, what's equivalent to it today? Like um, those mechanical bulls, let's say you were good at riding mechanical bulls. And you just went from bar to bar, living in your car, like trying to stay on. I mean, I don't even know if that is something I'm completely making that up.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, well, well, you think about uh, weightlifters, the weightlifters make very much money. It seems like they're kind of moving across to the arm wrestling world. So I I think arm wrestling is actually doing um, a little better in that respect than even some of the other you know, sports that have been around forever. So yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what the dark players make or the, the, the bull riders and, and, and things like that. But um, yeah, I mean, they you know, it's funny. The arm wrestling, it still goes in cycles. We get promoters that have some big dreams and big high hopes and get some big sponsors on board and there'll be an occasional big tournament here or there. And then it kind of fizzles because there's not a huge amount of support. And um, I don't know, I guess, Big sponsor maybe just don't still don't want to uh, you know, associate themselves with the you know the stereotypic, you know, bar arm wrestler, but hopefully the internet'll change that. I it, it seems like some bigger promotions are in the works right now, so uh we'll just have to see how many time will tell.
0: Do you remember your very, very first time arm wrestling? Or was it just always there?
1: Um, I kinda somewhat remember some of the small tournaments that my dad would take me to. I hadn't I wasn't old enough to to drink yet, but all the arm tournaments were in bars, small bars in the, uh, you know, Chicago area. Uh, but yeah, no, I can remember going and purchase you know, going against maybe four or five different men, you know, small time stuff, you know, 40, 50 people in the bar that were part of this tournament. That's, that's how I started. But, um, yeah, that, you mean
0: 20 people that were part of the tournament and 20 people who were just regular bar flies,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. So nothing, nothing super big, but it was still fun to do. You know, we get, we get, we got a chance to challenge ourselves from uh, challenge ourselves against the guys from, you know, across the County and um, you know, the cities that were close by, but
0: yeah. Someone in the comments wrote double triple seven says to put John into context for CrossFitters listening. Imagine if there was a CrossFitter that Froning and Fraser would be just happy to remain competitive against. I think that's a pretty fair assessment. Those two guys have been—I don't know if you know who they are, John. They've been super dominant in the CrossFit world. Uh, Rich won the CrossFit Games four times, which is nuts, Sounds and Matt won it five times, which is—and now there's a now there's a woman on the scene, and it's it's a it's a horrible way to make a living in a professional CrossFitter. It's horrible, um, and and there's now there's a woman who's about to do it. She's done it five times, and she's about to do it six times, and it's um.
1: Yeah, I haven't been keeping up with the uh, CrossFit. I mean, I, how long has that been going on now for you?
0: Um, I'm out. You know. The, you know I got fired, right? I told you that.
1: <laughs> uh, well, if you did, I didn't keep track of it.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my boss got canceled.
1: Okay, so <laughs> your boss got canceled. And but, they, and, but the but the games are still going on. Somebody else has taken over the games. and
0: He made more money than God. He sold the company to some venture capitalists who don't know what the fuck they bought and they're going to try okay. to make a run at it but
1: so it's not it, the same as it was
0: I, uh, no 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 right. before it was uh, health and fitness and longevity were the premium now it's making money and making sure you have the right quotient of black white jewish midget dwarf hetero wow. homo Combination <laughs> of characters to present.
1: Is, to. is it a world competition? I mean, I don't know. It is
0: still you know, a world competition. competition. Okay. It is still a world competition. But, but CrossFit Inc., I, I mean, I think you know this about CrossFit, but we look at each other as humans. But the truth is, is that 90% of us is inside of our skin, right? And CrossFit was the same. The games were just this thin layer around the outside. But once you scratch the surface, it's really 15,000 mom and pop gyms around the world trying to okay. make, save people. See from dying of type two diabetes, right? Hmm. And hanging with like-minded people. So how, when, so when you were a kid, how did your dad know about these tournaments? There was no internet. Like did he, did he
1: magazines? Like, How did people um, find I, out I, about I, tournaments? Yeah, I think the story goes, he went to somebody. Well, my dad owned a bowling alley in uh, McHenry, Illinois. So he would get an influx of people that were, you know, barroom people. And uh, somebody mentioned a, about a tournament that was being held in Chicago area uh, I think it was at some carnival, and that's all it took. Going to one tournament, you're on, you get on the list, you get on the flyer list, and then boom, I mean, you get notified when there's anything else going on. And, um, yeah, even back then, you know, you start talking to people that are arm wrestlers. They, they keep in touch and kind of keep their ear to the ground and uh, just let other arm wrestlers know that, hey, you yeah, know, this is coming up. We're doing this, we're doing that. So, you know, um, that's, how, that's how we got sucked in and, and, and then, you know, evolved from there. Is anyone else
0: around from when you were 13? Is there even one person?
1: <laughs> no, they're all dead. <laughs> they are, right? Are they <laughs> they're gone? They're all dead of old age. Yeah, no, they're all gone. <laughs> no, I, I still talk to some. I mean, you know Ron Bath. I, I did a little uh, Zoom cast with him just a couple days ago, and he's still alive and, and well and kicking and, and competing more than I, than I have. So, But he wasn't uh, around when
0: you were 13.
1: Oh, I met Ron in my teens. I don't know. I think he's you a did. Years old. He's a couple years older than me. No, not at thirteen. No, it was probably more like seventeen, eighteen when I first met Ron.
0: Oh shit! I didn't know
1: that. Yeah. No. See, he's he. I think he's two years older than me. But yeah. No. Um. Yeah. Mostly got. Well, on Travis's tournament. I saw a lot of the old guard that. Um that I knew that were maybe 10 years older than me when I first started. And they seem, you know, young, but now, now seeing them, of course they're in their mid sixties, late sixties. And it's like, Ooh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I forgot. You know, we're all getting older. <laughs> did,
0: did you see that match recently? I think it's recently between, um, uh, Michael Todd and Ron Bath. It looks like it's their training.
1: Um, I haven't seen that video. I, Ron mentioned it that he had that, the uh, um, Michael had come through his town and was able to kind of somewhat get an angle on him and push with a shoulder roll, but I, I haven't got a chance to see the match. You know, Mike Mike's doing the, uh, the the RV tour. Have you have you kind of been watching that a little bit? That's kind of cool. I mean, it's, it's the RV's dope. <laughs> oh, you RV's like dough. that stuff? You used to do you used to do that. I forgot about that. That was that was your thing, right? Going across country with the Pulling John banner on the side of the RV,
0: <laughs> and people thought it was a porn.
1: Uh the porn, Yeah, the porn shooters
0: pulling john um when i watch a match like that as much as i love michael todd and as much as i like arm wrestling i see ron in the dominant winning position for two and a half minutes and then lose the match
1: can't can't get through it yeah yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's the latest thing I mean but but some people well some people hate it some people love it so I mean the people that okay, good. Lo- love the drama love the long lasting matches love Michael Cod's matches because every one of them is a you know fighting from the losing position and you know scratching and crawling and, and gut check and you know just all heart type of a, a match I mean you know, Mike's Mike's Mike he's always had that kind of a disadvantage of not being really genetically gifted for the sport but after just a ton of hard work and, and persistence, and uh, he's, he's developed himself into this, this really difficult-to-beat person. <laughs> and he's got, it, his one, he's got his one spot that he'll hang out until you just drain yourself. And,
0: uh, I, I, prom- I promise you guys I won't fall into the weeds too much. I'm going to pull out. We're going to talk about what John does for a living. <laughs> now, um, is, is Michael Todd the George Izakowitz of the modern era? Uh, Do you, well, you remember that guy, right? Yeah, Crazy yeah, jokes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, same move, same move, exactly same move. Straight arm. <laughs> Not even uh, it's the same move. I mean, just the the, the frustration. You the either love him yeah. or hate him. The the king's move. Yeah, um, yeah. At least with Michael Todd, though, Michael, you look at him and go, okay, well, that's a dedicated, hardcore athlete. Crazy George. Crazy George was an old guy with a pot belly gut and it's like, oh man, that's just bad for the sport. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> to have some guy like that just be so dominant and have that, you know, that sticking position. It didn't really give the, the sport much credibility, right? I mean it was like, ah, oh, anybody but
0: I, I want to ask you so many questions about so many people, but it's going to just fuck up the whole show. I want to ask you about, <laughs> do you ever see Vern Martel? What happened to Crazy George? But do you see Barboza? But before I do that, um, are, are you still working at Delta? I am. And how long have you worked there?
1: Oh, 36 years? So coming up on 37 in March. My whole life.
0: That's That's, whole, that's amazing, isn't it?
1: Life. Yeah, no, it's been it's it's had its ups and downs. I mean, I, I it's not it hasn't been a bad job. It's it's afforded me the opportunity to to go anywhere on this planet that I wanted to go. So that's that's always been you know a big perk and great, and especially for this sport of arm wrestling. I mean, I, I can't complain. It's been it's been a good job. I mean, sometimes I wish I would have maybe broke away from it. I I almost broke away this last year when they were offering the early hours. I was like, oh, I can afford to do it. I but then I was afraid that what would I do with myself if I ended up. Not having to get up every morning and and, and go to the airport, so I kind of talked myself, scared myself out of uh, early retirement. But
0: like you know, what, um, like you, like what, like you drink yourself to death, or
1: um, start yeah, watching just, porn, just, or I just, I just, yeah, I just wouldn't know what to do with myself. I, I actually took the four months uh, voluntary leave, and yeah, within a couple of weeks, I'm like, oh, no, what do I do? I got all this free time, and I don't have anything to do with myself. But um, I don't know. If I was closer to you, maybe I would have jumped on the YouTube thing and and, and asked for your advice on on editing and, and traveled down that road. I, that's always somewhat interested me when you, when you uh, did the pulling John stuff with all the tracks and the audio and the, uh, that Final Cut stuff was always was kind of interesting. So um, yeah, so maybe I'll end up maybe try to end up doing that. I guess it's a, a different program now, but um, yeah, I was kind. You're
0: ki- you're killing it on YouTube.
1: Uh, I don't feel comfortable on it, so I'm not saying I'm killing it. I'm not. I'm not waking up going, "Oh, I got this great idea," and I, this is what I want to post for today. It's it's like every day I go, well, "I don't have anything to say today." You know, uh, it's gonna it's gonna be difficult. I mean, sure, the first week or two, it's it's kind of fun, and you know, the the dumb guy that don't know how to, you know, that doesn't know how to do anything. But after a while, there's gonna have to be some real content, right?
0: <laughs> don't, don't you feel good after every time you make something and you publish it? Aren't you pretty stoked?
1: Um, I'm, I'm not skilled enough where i I feel proud of, uh, what I'm doing. I, I, I know what needs to be done and I don't have the, the time to really f- learn and figure it out. Um, I, I've seen it done. Um, and I have some ideas that, Oh, I wish, wish I could have done this or done that or, you know, splice this or did that and, you know, mix this together. And, um, but, yeah, maybe I'll get there. It, it Dude, me. It you're being too hard enough. on yourself. <laughs> it interests Dude, the, me enough. Yeah,
0: the engagement on your videos is nuts. Oh. I mean, do you know what I mean by engagement? Like the comments, the likes, the yeah. the fact that Devin's making videos of your video. It's it's nuts. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then I hope I'm hoping it, it lasts, but
0: I don't think anyone healthy likes it. Like I'm not like chomping at the bit five minutes before the podcast starts, going, "Oh my god, I can't wait to do another podcast." I'm like. Fuck! I'd rather be inside, yeah, just fucking you got eating all, popcorn.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, but you got all this stuff going on in your brain. My my brain is, you know, it thinks about hitting the chair and drinking a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have all these things like, oh, I need to get this out. I need to tell the people this.
0: <laughs> um, uh, is there anyone who's been at Delta for thirty seven years?
1: Oh yeah, I'm, I'm pretty high. I think I might even be on the first page of
0: the. Oh, your audio. Something happened. to Your audio again.
1: First page, check. Hello, check, check, check. Better. Better. Okay. I was going to say that I, I think I might be on the first page of the seniority list for the five thousand mechanics that Delta Delta has. I'm that that far up the <laughs> the seniority list, which is um, yeah. But there's a few people still that that are that are hanging around that are that are older than me.
0: There's dudes that you. So you've been there thirty seven years. You're fifty seven. So that's you. Uh, you started when you're twenty. There's dudes there that were there when you were 20 like you'd be like hey paul
1: yeah well how's your I, prostate I
0: actually, yeah,
1: <laughs> right i actually have i actually work with a guy that's got maybe like two or three months on me um and i think he's a couple months younger than me he's my he's my lead on day shift so uh yeah no they exist i'm not i'm not quite the oldest of the old
0: <laughs> he's your lead he's <laughs> and he's a little younger than you because he's been there longer holy <laughs>
1: shit A month or two, yeah.
0: Um, What's going on at Southwest?
1: Ooh, I don't know the full story, but... Um, I think it's just. A I could get bit, you fired
0: right here. Let's talk.
1: Uh, I <laughs> I, 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 this is what I've heard. I don't know. I I, I heard it was weather, but I, I doubt if <laughs> it really was weather. <laughs> I think I think it's it's weather
0: or not I, people are coming yeah, back to work. Yeah, not that yeah, kind of weather.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the real story probably is pilots that are upset that they they have to get the vaccine. So that's the whole COVID thing coming around on the airlines. I think that's why Delta kind of decided not to mandate it. They were afraid that they would they would suffer the same. same same conditions and have to cancel flights and not have enough uh, crew members but that's that's kind of what i think i don't know that for sure
0: did you have to take a survey when you were there like hey um like i know a lot of businesses gave all their employees surveys that said hey would you rather everyone get vaccinated would you rather we just keep doing testing did you have to do that
1: um no no No? um and Delta didn't actually ever mandate it until, of course, the the new mandate, because we have government contracts. uh, They were they were allowing it to be an option, uh, but they made it difficult for everybody. You know, everybody that uh, hadn't been vaccinated had to wear a mask 24 seven, whether you were on the airplane or off the airplane. Uh, They added an extra two hundred dollars to the insurance uh, for whatever reason. I don't know how they 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 did that, but it was going to cost people that didn't get vaccinated more money for insurance. And, Oh, which and, means you make and, less, right? Yeah. You make less. And then you, and you had to go through the hassle of being tested every single week. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't have been able to withstand all those <laughs> hardships and obstacles. So, um, of course, with my arm wrestling and, and being, you know, wanting to fly around as soon as possible, um, I went and got vaccinated back in, in March, but, um, yeah, I which, one stand, I which one did you get, which one did you get? I got the one and done. I got the Johnson and Johnson. I don't know if there's any, any Do you have
0: anything happen? Do you have a stroke? Do you get retarded? Do you have a heart I, attack? I didn't, anything? I didn't,
1: nothing super bad, just a headache and body aches. It took me it took me a couple 3 days. Of course I always have body aches cuz I'm old, but um it was it was enough that it was a little bit noticeable. I was like, "Okay, I'm a little off. Something's not right. Something something tweaked me a little bit here, but nothing nothing long lasting. I, th- I think I'm over it now, I hope.
0: <laughs> right, you have two daughters? Ah, uh, two. Yes, correct.
1: And, and and they're married. Married, great husbands, um, and four grandchildren now. I just had a new baby girl um, with my uh, youngest, um, so I have one grandson and uh, three granddaughters. Are you stoked? Oh yeah, no, I love them. They're 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 way better than our kids. <laughs> enjoy enjoy <laughs> them it? way more way much more than I I'd ever did our, our own kids. And that's, that's a sad and a shame, but I, I don't know. I, I, at the time I was so busy with arm wrestling and doing other things that I just never really had a chance to really enjoy my own kids. But, um, you know, the grandkids have been just fantastic. It's they're, they're, they're a hoot. Is your dad still around? He's around. Yeah. He's up in, uh, he's retired. He lives in, uh, southern i was going to say arizona but it's southern utah hurricane hurricane outside of saint george and do you ever see him uh i don't talk to him very much um last time i saw him was about a year ago
0: yeah what's he doing up there Is, is your brother up there
1: just hanging out no my brother lives about 45 well he used to live about an hour away from me um i guess he sold his house just recently so i don't know exactly where he's at right now but um yeah no he's in the valley somewhere
0: and you're still married
1: yeah, I'm still married.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. Life's good. Um, yeah. Why don't people leave you alone? I, 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 why are you still arm wrestling? I, it's, it's crazy. I, first of all, I don't believe you when you say you retired in 2015. But, yeah. but, if, well, but I kind of want to take your word on it for the sake yeah, of making this interview well, easy. But I don't believe you.
1: Yeah, no. I, well, it was aggravating for me. So I don't know if you follow me, but um, I ended up having shoulder surgery. My labrum was torn, so I, it took six anchors to resecure it. Um, it was it was probably when I had that done. It was probably just arthritis. Uh, the labrum was torn. I, I can remember the day that I tore it. It was when I was my early twenties. So I lived with it for twenty plus. Is years. that the softball thing? The softball throw. Yeah. Oh,
0: tell that and, story real quick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> tell, I mean, this I, is I, crazy. I, I, don't, I don't hurt my arm or shoulder from arm wrestling. I, I do it from getting talked into playing softball and going out to right field, and the first ball is hit over my head to the fence. And I, you know, run back and, and, and grab this 12 this inch softball and throw it as hard as I can to in the infield. And just, I guess, hear, <laughs> I mean, just awful noise. I knew I, I did something. And um, yeah, I just live with it for, for, 20 Damn. plus years. And then and then decided that I needed to get it fixed because it was bothering me so much and just inflamed where I couldn't sleep and uh, got it fixed. And it took two, three years to recoup from that. And What I year was it. that? What year was the surgery? Uh, 2010, maybe 2009, okay. 2010. And fought back from that and just never got better. It took a long time to get healed back up where I could even halfway decent again. And then this never got better. Always was bothering me. Always was inf- inflamed, especially when I put pressure on it. So after 2015, I said, well, that's, an, you know, it's enough. It's enough. I, I, I gotta be able to sleep and it's, it's, it's killing me. So I decided to stop and it didn't ever, it didn't get any better. <laughs> you know. So it wasn't really caused by the arm wrestling. Uh, and I've talked to sh- uh, shoulder doctors afterwards. They said, yeah, no, you, it wasn't your labor. I mean, it's just, you got, you know, they take an x-ray and they go, you just got 80 year old shoulders and you just got arthritis uh really bad um so the arm is not going to hurt it it's just going to be you know something you're going to have to deal with as far as uh, being uncomfortable in the pain in that so um yeah but so like i said after after 2015 when i retired it never really got any better my it didn't it didn't heal up or i could you know do anything any better or sleep any better so yeah you know, five six years later i said well what the hell might as well, might as well enjoy arm wrestling again. It's not, uh, it's not helping me doing nothing. So, and I was getting fat. I was get, drinking beer and getting really badly out of shape. So, at least arm wrestling kind of kind of pulls you in a little bit. It's not CrossFit, but it's it's you know it's it's something at least.
0: What 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 are you working out?
1: Well, not official workout. Not th- not something that you would consider a workout. You would laugh, but um, just arm wrestling. I mean, you know how I am. I just just put. A When's lot the last of time you jump rope? Never. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've uh, I've done I've been doing pushups. I've been doing pushups. I've been doing sit-ups. What other lifts? What
0: about one of those assault bikes? You got one of those?
1: Um, I've got a stationary bike that I bought three four years ago, and you know Renee rides it every day. But I, I no, I don't I don't ride it. I I bought a uh, electric bike. I got a, a Suron bike that I, I'll terrorize it. <laughs> twist the throttle. Yeah, it's hard. You got to you still got to hang on to the damn thing. And it's, I want I want I want to hear, hear you say arms and like,
0: I want to hear you say something like really badass like I got an electric bike but I never charge it and I just ride it. I ride it up mountainsides. I,
1: I, I just push it around. It's really tough to push around. Yeah, and it's a it's a heavy sucker. If it ran out of juice, it I'd be in trouble. Do you sweat every day? I don't. I don't I don't do anything cardio I, I i mean it's if i if i'm well i shouldn't say I don't sweat because if i if i'm walking fast and get to the parking lot after work i, I i'm breathing hard and maybe a little little sweat's coming out <laughs> but no yeah the cardio is it's just not my vocabulary and yeah, I, yeah it gets it's getting harder and harder to do anything anymore uh energy wise it's just just not there but at least the arm wrestling's there so i don't know um do you think, yeah. do you think it, is, is there any point in talking
0: to you and trying to talk you into that? Like, like, what if I said, you should get an assault bike. What if I could get the guy to send you one? And you just rode <laughs> I mean, it for I, 10 minutes.
1: What is an assault bike? Is that it has those handles on, on it. You go like this. Oh, okay. It's this. You know? Okay. okay and gotcha. you
0: sit You sit on it. You put your headphones on. You watch some TV. Okay. And you just ride it for so 10 minutes. Gotcha. And sweat money. pours off of you. Gotcha.
1: Oh yeah i don't know i i think i would do would it fuck your arm wrestling up no but i think i would i i would have to work into that something i would have to work into that slowly i think maybe electric assist bike would be better suited for me that (laughs) i could pedal a little bit and then switch on the electricity when i wanted to Got to work into things slowly
0: Um, john you know you don't lift weights and you never have lifted weights
1: um, I can't say never, but it's never been the source of my strength for, for arm wrestling. Um, yeah, I, I've been working with bands just because it's easy to do, and I have some free time at work, so I'll sneak off into the back room and and try to do some uh, shoulder work, uh, shrugs, and you know, uh, lifts with the bands. But yeah, no no power has ever come from me lifting weights.
0: In, in your uh and basically so since you've been 20 years old to 57 if you lifted it would it was more just like for aesthetic reasons like hey i'll get some curls or um, i'll do some bench press for shit yeah, and giggles, or- well i
1: I've, I've just tested theories out like okay let's see. and i, I tell the story all the time it where i i i arm wrestled and then went weight training for almost a year and gained 20 pounds and had doubled my bench press and could curl and do. And I, I just didn't see any improvement on the arm wrestling table. It was just like, okay, that's just a, you know, a lot of show muscle and a lot of I'm big and puffy. And um, sometimes I think I actually arm wrestled, you know, um, you know, stupid because I, I thought I was stronger than I really was. I was almost just as strong, you know, just uh, kind of cowboyish, you know, not big big muscles just you know just hard from arm wrestling so i went back to that i like being a little guy anyway i never liked walking around you know with all that extra extra bulk extra weight how, how much do you weigh right now i'm up to 230 pounds oh so
0: days of one night wrestling 198 are over for you
1: yeah well it was always hard for me to it was even hard for me back in the day to to make two hundred nine, right? I was always kind of a natural two hundred twenty. Um, I had to cut to make two hundred nine, but yeah, now it would be really tough. I've been actually trying to diet a little bit, and of course, with no cardio, and no working out, it's, it makes it a lot tougher. But my body just does not want to lose any any weight at all. It just refuses to lose any scale weight. <laughs> this, can, this can, ga- go ahead. I was. I, I can tell that I'm. I'm. I'm getting in shape a little bit better. The fat around my my stomach and legs have, have has gone away a little bit. So it's transforming itself into a little bit of muscle. But the, the scale says the same. So. Um, this guy Dimitri that I saw you pull, who is he? Is he good? He's he's a an unknown that's really good. He's super super underrated. He's very well known in Texas, but not really throughout the country. I think I asked him. He's been in the United States now for three years. So. Uh, I think he's actually, uh, from the area that, uh, Lexi uh, was from. So, oh, so, Sochi. Okay. Sochi. so, uh, nah, I'm not sure if he was Russian national champion. I think he took second or he was, you know, on the podium first second, uh, European championship. So, um, very formidable, very good, um, arm wrestler, but, uh, just not, he, he doesn't get out very much to really prove himself. I, I don't know if you know Robbie Burnett, but he had a super match with Robbie Burnett, uh, the year prior in Texas and had a killer match with him and, and actually ended up beating the, the, you know, Robbie in the series who pretty much beats would beat probably 90, 98, 99% of the, the, the arm muscles in the United States. So how much did that dude weigh? Dimitri he was, uh, he was the same weight as I was. he came in around two 230, 235
0: So God, in that video, you guys don't look that big. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, no, he's, he's super wide in the shoulders and, uh not as thick as I had thought um, that he would be his, his uh, forms didn't really look that intimidating. Of course, you know, I've been around some big guys, so everybody kind of, when I see him in person, I think, okay, uh, I seem bigger, you know, but um, no, he, he, he definitely packed a punch. He was a lot stronger than he looked. Great, great, great kid.
0: Did you think you could beat him of going into that match? And do you (laughs) take matches that you, do you only take (laughs) matches, you know, you can win? Would you wrestle no. someone you thought that you couldn't win?
1: No. In fact, I had no idea where I stood with uh, Chance, uh, Chance Shaw. Um, he was a heavyweight 300 pounder that I pulled at Travis' tournament. I had absolutely no idea. Um, he had just beaten some of the heavyweights, Micah uh Don Underwood, um, Jordan Sill, who I hadn't pulled for a couple, three years um, in a, in a four way super match. And then I, I actually. I'll tell the story. I actually pulled Jordan before I got a chance to pull Chance, and then Jordan just mopped the floor with me and killed me. And I thought,
0: oh, at a practice,
1: I'm, I'm, at a practice, yeah, at practice. So I'm like, I'm I'm way over my head. This was silly, but um, it, I had nothing to lose. It wasn't for like a big cash prize or anything. They were they weren't giving any semi semi trucks away or anything like that. So it was it was all good fun. And I just thought, oh, I'll put myself out there and make it a promotion and do a super match. It'll help Travis's tournament and. um, but I was able to pull it off. I was red line. I mean, it was it was everything I had. I was, um, yeah. That after the first match, I wish I had done a, a little bit of cardio because it was I was this close from having a heart attack. <laughs> I really? Was, I was breathing hard. I was like, <laughs> I couldn't get enough air in me. I was like, oh my god.
0: <laughs> um, do, do you think that's? You think that so this guy Chance beat the guy that mopped you up at practice? Yeah. And then you went out there, and you went. Does, are, are you a Showtime guy?
1: I, I have been that guy in the past. Like practice pulling is one thing because you're kind of <laughs> deliberate and slow. Um, but tournament pullers, if you've got the speed factor, it becomes a factor. And I, as, in my younger years, I had that. Um, I had that explosive, explosive hit and um, movement to be able to knock people off where I wouldn't knock them off center, you know, practicing. So. Uh, but as i've gotten older that's that's that weapon has gone away so i have to rely on more more strategy and more strength and sometimes i have to wait stuff out and 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 a point from bad positions like you saw me pull with dimitri it's not pretty i you know 10 years ago i would have never let myself get to that spot i would have been you know hitting hard aggressive and, and got the offensive position is it is it that you don't is it that it went away or that
0: everyone's just faster than you now? Or is it went away because oh. your body's like, hey, if you do that, you're going to get hurt?
1: Um, it's probably a little – well, I don't think anybody's gotten any faster. I think I, – I was – i was
0: sorry by getting faster i mean that you got slower
1: i got slower yeah i just or is
0: it just gone
1: i i think age i think just age messes with the nervous system the twitch just isn't isn't the same i mean if i lined up to try to run the 100 yard you know 100 meter dash i, I wouldn't be running it in the, in the mid-elevens anymore like i was in high school i'd be you know somewhere in the 40 <laughs> second range and i don't know even in the greatest shape and being strong again i don't know if if the if the if the twitch would be there to be able to ever do what I was able to do as a kid, um, I, don't, I don't mean you know mean boxers. I don't think you know they don't they, get, they hit they hit their prime at in their late twenties, right thirties. It's not something they can do like arm wrestlers into their forties and fifties. And so, um, yeah. But speed is a big factor. I mean, uh, power is not only strength but speed. I mean, you know that of course with the CrossFit, it's it's a big a big part of the equation.
0: And so, and so what are you doing to mitigate that? Making sure you get a better grip, get uh, a move, move position, cheat. um. I
1: just, I just have to have the the thing that I never had as I got, uh, never had to use when I was younger. I mean, I have to have endurance, you know. And even in my best days, yeah. Didn't we already go over that? <laughs> yeah, we did, yeah. Well, <laughs> I've, I've, evo- I've evolved into, I mean, I don't have the cardio, but I, I, I have had to just fight from, you know, and, and gut it out and have endurance. And, and that was never my my thing. And you know? I I'd never had to really even think about that because I was so um, hard-hitting and explosive. I, I If the match lasted more than a second, I was like Travis, uh, you know, I'd give up. You know, I was like, oh, okay, that, that didn't I, you know, if my if my silver bullet didn't work, then I'm you know I'm gonna lay down. But now I've evolved into a guy that's trying to absorb the, the the hard hits and try to work from there, and 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 work the angles and change gears and and you know change the muscle groups here and there and try to be um, sneaky, <laughs> so to speak.
0: Is it easier losing at fifty seven than than? 35 or or 25 or is the, is the ego and the, is it it in the pride all still intact? (laughs) Um, Uh Oh, lost your audio, lost your audio. uh
1: I've come, I've come to terms with um, the fact that I'm going to end up losing a lot as I even get older at 58 and 59 and 60. and, uh, um, And, and I think most people have already written me off and expected me to lose and are surprised that I've, been able to even make the kind of comeback that I've made. Um, so are yeah, you surprised? I don't, I, I don't feel any pressure. Um, yeah. I'm I'm just kind of surprised. Yeah. But I, I know there'll be a point where I'll debate whether or not I want to continue again, just because, because, you know, I will reach a point where I think I've reached my peak, you know, the, the plateau as far as I'm going to go. And now what do I do? You know, all I'm going to do is keep hurting and getting worse. So, but it's been fun to just try to retest the new group and and see where I could where I could get in this last you know four or five months and um, we'll see we'll see where it goes. Maybe I'll, I'll test some of the big names and then we'll reassess and figure it out. But yeah, obviously I can't go forever. I mean, um, yeah, fifty seven is is it's 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 been a little tricky, but. <laughs>
0: So I'm 49 and you're 57. When I, I, I should not tell this story. When I met you, I thought you were old as shit, and I thought, I wonder how old I'm. This guy's gonna have to get before he gets weak enough so I could beat him. And and, I, and when I met you, I, I mean, I still only weigh 100 and, I probably weigh 155 pounds, and I'm probably when I met you, I weighed 147 pounds. But,
1: um, you could, do, you could still do a lot more muscle ups than I can. And.
0: I cannot fucking believe. I, so it, it, now I look at you and I'm like, oh, we're, we're like, we're almost peers. In five years, I'm going to be older than you. I'm somehow going to pass you up. I can't believe how young you're staying. And now I'm going to have to wait till you're dead. I hope right. you die before me. I'm going to open your coffin. I'm not lying.
1: And I'm going to fucking just be cardio. like, I'm going to take a picture
0: of my myself beating your
1: corpse.
0: I'm going to get your wrist broken back.
1: Yeah. No, the, the tendons in that, they, they don't go away. I mean, it's funny uh, old guys that, um, you know, it's, it it is a strength sport, but it's more to it, obviously more to it than just muscle strength. You know, it's, it's, it's some long lasting stuff that's going on there. I don't know. Ligaments, tendons or what it, what it is, but strong joints. I don't know.
0: Is it, is it someone in the comments just said, um, uh, Spencer Gann. I don't know who that is, but, uh, Sevon is really behaving himself with Rizink on the show. That's true. I am. I can get pretty crazy. I am. I have a, I, I am behaving myself. Um, is, is it this thing? I used to always see you rub this, that, but you guys, I used to hang out with John a lot. And by a lot, there was like, I don't know, four or five years where I feel like I saw him at least
1: once a month. So like, we yeah, know that, each other too.
0: Um, that, do you still do that a lot? Rub um, that thing?
1: I, I, I Funny you should mention, I that's been healed and good. Um, that that little time frame that you knew me when that was an issue, um, it's that golfer's elbow. That's that actually the elbow that I broke off the end of my arm when I was 13 years old arm wrestling a buddy of my dad. So it's an old, old injury that uh, most arm wrestlers um, have is that, that's that stressed, tender tendon that's, that connects that inner, I don't know the, the medical term, but it's the golfer's elbow. Um, but... No, it's, uh, I, you know, pulling with a broken wrist, like I did with Dimitri in Texas this last weekend, really put a big strain on that. And it's, uh, I got a little stinger back there again, but, um,
0: Explain to people yeah. what that means to pull with a broken wrist.
1: Um, and most of most of the time, I don't know where the camera is. Most of the time you want to have your wrist like bowed or cupped like this. But if you've had your wrist compromised where it's opened up like this, you're, you're really stretching the forearm muscles a lot more. And, um, yeah, then to pull sideways when your hands open like that is, is even that much more of a, a, a strain on those those inner elbow tendons. Th- does the second that guy, Dimitri, feels your wrist go like this, does he think he's
0: going to win? Like anytime you feel that happen, are you like, oh, I I'm th- fucking, this bitch yeah, is going yeah, down.
1: That's what most people think, exactly <laughs> what's going through their brains. That's what normally what goes through my brain is this bitch is going down. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a, it's a huge advantage. I and mean, if you can achieve that, um, most people <clears> will concede and, 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 and understand and realize that there, there are fighters out there. I mean, you got the Michael Todds and there, there, there's some, there's some fighters out there that I always like to, to compare the, there, there's, there's arm wrestlers just like there are runners. There are arm wrestlers that are 100 yard dash runners, 50 yard dash runners, super speed, super explosive. Um, and then there's guys that are, the quarter milers or the milers and, and they, if they can get the race into that area, even if they're in horrible position, they've got chances to win. So there are guys that will fight from just absolute horrible positions. If the sprinter can't finish them, you know, quickly. So, um, but yeah, most of the time, if you get that kind of leverage position on, on your opponent, you're, you're golden. You're going to be good. Okay. Spencer, get ready.
0: You ready? This is for you. So arm wrestling with your wrist back is like having sex with a limp dick. <laughs> like that, Spencer? That's for you. It's a losing position, but if you keep working...
1: It's 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 so could, much more... Um, could happen. <laughs> satisfying to win, though, with it back versus <laughs> with the, the limp dick <laughs> scenario. <laughs> <laughs> right, right.
0: After you win the first yeah. match, how... I'm trying to think what exercises there are, like bar dips. Like you, do, you like you crush like 30 bar dips, and you're like I'm the shit, and like you 31's hard, and you're like, uh oh, it's over. You know what I mean? There, um, there's movements like that. Muscle ups are like that. Oh, I got these first six. It's like nothing. Then, uh oh, I'm done.
1: The lactic, the lactic acid builds in there, and it's you're over. Yeah. Yeah. But How? And, and for arm wrestlers, it's normally the forearm, and that's why most great arm wrestlers have this massive, not only massive hand, strong hand and wrist, but massive uh, vascular cardio, you know, forearms, because once that, once that goes numb, then it, none of none of the upper arm stuff matters. I mean, you're you're going down. The hand and wrist go, I um, mean, not even the hand and wrist, but the forearm goes numb, you're, you're, you're gone. So it's, yeah, no, lactic acid is a, a factor. It's, it's the good arm wrestlers learn how to change the pressures and, and and relax and not, you know, put hard pressure, be offensive and then go defense and then turn it and pronate a little bit or, um, and, and, and just change things up a little bit enough where that lactic acid doesn't go to the point where you, you do, like you say, you're like, Oh shit, that's it. I'm over. Done. <laughs> Can't do one more. <laughs> so
0: like that guy, Spencer, it's the best of five, right? Uh, Spencer. Uh, sorry, Dimitri. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: uh, yeah, It was it was, uh, it was the best of five, so I just had to win three, the first three.
0: So when you win the first one, isn't isn't if you lose the first one, you're just like shit.
1: Yeah. Well, sometimes it works out okay. Like. Like my brain, um, I haven't been as calculating as I, I used to be. Um, so I go into the first match with the confidence, the, the Dimitri one, I'll tell you the story. So I, I went in thinking my hand and wrist was a shit and I wasn't going to be able to control the match. I knew he was a top roller. He was going to pull back, but I wanted to just make, sh- you know, test and see that I could just. Will
0: you explain control. to people really quick what a top roller is? Sorry.
1: Well, there's different types of top rollers. There's uh, low risk. Top roll, or that kind, of, you can kind of pronate into your opponent's hand, and basically what you're doing is compromising their hand and wrist, putting their hand in, a, in an upward sky to the sky position, um, opening their arm up to, to make it easier for you to, to, to take them sideways. So that's that's the top roll, and there's different ways to achieve that.
0: You you knew basically his goal was not he wasn't going to attack your arm, he was going to break your wrist back first.
1: Going backwards, right. High knuckle top row. Yeah. Okay. So, and I wanted to have enough cupping pressure, enough hand strength to basically reel that in to crush that back pressure with just hand strength. And by doing so, and, and by, by having the confidence to be able to do that. I didn't rise with him and have the same back pressure to go into a little finger war and, and slip and go into straps and, and try to do the same thing. I was thinking to myself, okay, I'm strong, I'm super strong. The wrist is going to be strong enough, the cup's going to be strong enough. I'm just going to crush this guy into into my position, into a hook, and, and, and negate his his back pressure top roll. Which that was my plan, but it didn't work out. So he was able to straighten my hand and wrist out because I was um, trying to achieve that. And I had to fight with a, a wrist that was somewhat opened and compromised, uh, but he didn't. He didn't have the arm strength to finish me off. Which most most good arm wrestlers, well, he's a good arm wrestler, but um, someone a little little stronger would have would have finished me in, in in that compromised position. But if if I would have been smart, and if he was strong enough to beat me quickly like that, it might have been, worked out better for me because the second match I would have set up. With a little higher grip, I would have positioned my fingers a little higher and used back pressure. But because I did f- still fight from that bad position, it pretty much doomed my fate for the rest of the you know the day, the other the next two matches. Because my hand and wrist and forearm are so pumped um, and numb from trying to pull from that that bad position. So in a super match format, sometimes that you know trying to gut it out the, during for the first match instead of just letting it go ends up being you know, more harmful than, than, than smart.
0: If I'm, if I'm mischaracterizing you, let me know in, in the it, back in the day when I would watch you, you would, you would test yourself. You would know you could beat someone and let's say a hook. So you would purposely top roll them. To, if you knew, are, are you still fooling around like that?
1: A little bit. <laughs> I, I haven't been able to do that as much because, uh, Devin Lorette's developed this thing called the arm bets now, and people can stake on the arm wrestlers. So I, I feel kind of an obligation to really attack and go after and, and not be curious and screw around and, and and possibly lose a match for people that are betting their hard-earned money on me. <laughs> so I've I've been feeling that pressure a little bit more going into the matches where— um, in the past, I would go in thinking, "Okay, I can I can lose one. I I, you know, I want to test this, and I think this might be the easy approach. And if it if it doesn't work out, then then I go and you know go to Plan B or C. But now I I, I end up approaching the match with the A game, like I'm just doing the A game, and you know do or die with the A game. Um, but yeah, no, it's I don't know I don't know if I'm a better arm wrestler or, or uh, because of that, um, um, that that cushion isn't there anymore, that I'm just not my calm, collected, uh, relaxed self that's a little bit more open minded. I'm, I, I find myself, especially with the Chance Shaw match, I, I find myself almost like in a, a panic zone. That after the first match, I walked away, went like, What the hell? I th- almost blacked out. I mean, I just don't know what even happened. I was in <laughs> like a rage of, <laughs> and that's not normally like me. It's not, I'm normally like super like, you know, breathe, talk to the guy, you know, calm and just oh, always very controlling. And, um, yeah, so, you know, that, that hasn't been the case recently.
0: Um, maybe you're liking it more because it's challenging for you again.
1: Yeah, I think it, so. Yeah. Yeah. But as long as I, and you've strong, taken the
0: pressure off yourself, maybe.
1: Yeah. But I, I still, I still don't like to lose. So I, I still, I still put the pressure on myself to, um, Yeah, to 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 do the best I can do. So I I don't know. Um, yeah, especially because I'm thinking that I need, you know, I want I want to climb that hill. I want I don't want to get beat by somebody and then not be offered any future bigger matches. You know, I got to keep keep the street going.
0: I just put in your Instagram account at the bottom. My producer told me to do that at the beginning of the show, and I screwed it up. See that?
1: (laughs) Oh no. I was actually thinking. I, I was actually thinking about going um, uh, live like a half hour, fifteen minutes before we went, and saying something like, "Okay, I'm planning on going live," but I had no idea what what this was or how to even uh, that, link it or do any of that stuff yet. I'm I'm still. still bad s- at that. S-
0: someone told me they're like, "Hey, tell Devin Lorette you're going to go live with John Berzink. He's got four hundred thousand subscribers. It'll <laughs> right. it'll be your biggest show ever." <laughs> right um young you're not going to like the answer to this question i keep thinking about answering it but you guys are not going to like the answer you ready john how do you warm up
1: uh yeah well i uh, <laughs> well you know i don't any extra blood <laughs> flow any extra blood you flow guys you just, guys is, uh, is why harmful. am i asking these questions it's, it's harmful to your um endurance i mean you only have a limited amount of during and endurance and if you add a little extra <laughs> blood flow in any of those areas it that that lactic acid, in my view, comes on quicker.
0: So, no foreplay so I, for John. Just straight I, yeah, to it. I just
1: just straight to it. I mean, try try to you know, and have a bag of ice. Maybe you know, try to cool it down. Even don't 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 try to heat it up. Don't warm it up. You cool it down. Always try to cool it down.
0: I don't get it. He's fifty seven yeah. and he doesn't warm up. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I, it's I knew it's he not, was going to answer it like that.
1: Yeah, but our muscling is—we're not moving weight, so it's like a static hold. I, I, I guess hey, you guys got to do stuff like that, you know, in CrossFit, right? They—they got to be doing like crazy, just isometric holds, right? That like hanging holds forever. or Do they do anything like that? They're always moving something. God, I think, di- I think it's different. <sighs> Did not do like the cross or anything like that? What, what's the crossing where they hold out?
0: The iron cross or in or gymnastics, man. Cross. I just, I um, I'll be at jiu jitsu with my kid, and my kid will be like, "Hey, I have to go to the bathroom," so I'll like, I'll just stand up and just go running across the the studio to meet him at the bathroom because I want to get it done quick so he doesn't min- miss any class. And, daddy, that hurts me because <laughs> I'm not warm, and I just get up and go into a fast jog.
1: Yeah, I know it hurts me to get up off the floor from my knees, yeah, too, but I... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, your audio's fucked up again, John. Oh, shoot. That's uh, just damn... I'm actually using this device, the, the mic and headset you sent me uh, a couple, three years ago, this little uh, thing this fresh. I <laughs> sent to yeah. you? Yeah, I remember you were so kind to send me the thing that you said you never used, this uh, Shanghai or Shenzhen, Shenzhen, Shenzhenheiser. Oh, Sennheiser. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit, I sent you some good shit. Yeah, some little noise-canceling things. Oh, what
0: yeah. the... Send that back it. to me. I don't got a job anymore. You need it back? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I think this
1: is the first time I've actually used it. It's... I, I, I'm trying to... What a hunk of junk. Yeah, it's, it, it works pretty good, I think. I don't know. It's got all these modes and buttons of noise canceling and uh, echo. When your
0: mouth is close to that um, mic, it's awesome.
1: It, it works good. It needs to be over here, huh? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's probably better than the, uh, the uh, iPhone mic. I bought this for the, for the computer, this Rode thing. A little bit. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, it works a little
0: better. John, you were always very frugal. But you were yes. also always very generous. It was, it was a it was a weird combination. Most frugal people aren't as generous as you. Are you
1: still frugal and generous? Yes, I'm a I'm a introvert minimalist. That's that's what my friends classify me as. I, I,
0: what friends? What are you talking yeah. about, Bob? Who's your friend?
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I don't have any very long lasting friends. It's just short friends, and then they
0: <laughs> and they all come with the same. They all yeah. vote introvert minimalist. I'm out of here. Minimalist. Yep. Um, how, how's Bob?
1: But I think I drive them away. Uh, Bob, I don't. Uh, I talk to Bob every, maybe once every couple, three weeks, month or so. Um, he's doing well. I think he's still enjoying Utah. I mean, he's he's doing a little bit with the YouTube. I don't know if you've watched any of his, his stuff. He's doing instructional stuff, which he's he's better at coaching than I ever was. You know, I'm just not the people person. He wasn't in, in, in talking and coaching like that. He must. He must have hated it that you moved. Um, I think he got out got by okay, buy okay. <laughs> he's got a big group utah's a, a big arm wrestling group now i think he's got he's had practices at 30 40 people you know showing up at practices so yeah he really, I liked you, and I he really likes you though he really likes you though um i think he spends uh almost five six months out of the year now during the winter time down in um scenic arizona so he he, he gets the hell out of uh the salt lake area during the winter time life's good yeah yeah, he's got a bunch of property and, and a bunch of different little homes down there. So,
0: And what happened to Kevin? Is Kevin still around?
1: Kevin's, he's still around. He's um, hes had some medical issues. He ended up, uh, as I understand it, he fell on some ice and hit his head hard and had a stroke or two from that and had complications from that. And this just happened a couple, three years ago. But um yeah, no, he's super. You know, he's a cowboy. He's super, super strong, super healthy in that respect. But um, yeah, he got into a got into a little kind of freakish accident that's kind of set him back a little bit. But oh fuck, hope, that hope sucks. I wish done. I wouldn't have asked.
0: Okay, I'm gonna reach out to him. <laughs> Damn, those were man. You had good people around you.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. They were
0: they were such good people. <laughs> um, who do you, who? So what's this next thing that you're up to? Are you going somewhere? But Oh, by the way, someone asked if you're Polish. You, that is a Polish name, right? Brzezink. It is a
1: Polish name, yep. Zink.
0: And it, are, both your mom and your dad are Polish?
1: Uh, my mom's side was German. She hated to admit that she was German, <laughs> but uh, she was German through and through, my mom. And then my dad's side's father was Polish, and uh, his wife was Lithuanian, I think. So... <laughs> Is your, is your dad,
0: um, first generation? No, no. Your people have been here forever. Yeah. Do dad. you know when the first generation was? I
1: think my grandpa was adopted in, I don't know. I think I don't know the full story. So yeah, I don't, I, will, I shouldn't comment. <laughs> yeah. You could make it up then. That's yeah, interesting.
0: Cause my grandma was adopted too on my mom's okay. side. Yeah. Shit was crazy back then, huh?
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's I guess what would my grandpa be my dad's 80s so he'd be eight for sure 100, 110 years ago doesn't seem that long ago but yeah the early nineteen hundreds I guess yeah United dude States if you long.
0: dude if you were born in nineteen hundred you lived through World War One and World War Two
1: yeah yeah.
0: <sighs> I cannot believe how easy we have it, and how it's, fucking hard people are making it. These fucking
1: pussies. Yeah, it's it's the world has definitely changed, and, and you know, just even looking back, when I was in high school in the eighties, it's like, holy cow, things have changed. Like, I forget that we didn't have this, and didn't have that cell phone, and didn't have these cameras, I didn't have I mean, these cars that we drove around in without seatbelts. How did we even survive?
0: <laughs> oh my god, I didn't have the carbon fiber baby cart. Yeah. it's um so, so so what are you doing now who are, are you prepared is there some goal you're preparing for now and is it is it crazy why can't you go back down to 209 or something i get mm. anxious like are you gonna have 300 pound guys pulling on your arm who are like from some yeah. sort of like russian
1: I I, yeah no, i think it's just e- i think for me right now it's easier for me to pull the heavyweights um it it would be more difficult for me to lose weight to get back to two, even 220, 209, than it would be just to say, screw it, I'm just going to pull whoever. I mean, the heavyweight, I've never really had a, a huge problem dealing with this, the super big guys because my hand was always kind of unusually big and, and uh, strong to, to deal with the size that most people would have a problem dealing with. So... Um, yeah. You know, the, the, the smaller guys I think are even more dangerous than the big guys in some respects because they're, they're harder hitting faster, quicker. Um, just, yeah. And, and the weight loss just isn't happening for me. You'll see when you get in your, you stop doing the CrossFit every day and you get in your fifties and sixties that you'll get a little, hopefully you'll get a little gut. Just oh, I have, I have a <laughs> couple guts.
0: Um, but are you going to have to pull like some of these guys I see on the internet? Um,
1: no, I, I think I Like can, Leviathan, I think I, what no, what's that giant I mean, guy's can, name? Can, the Leviathan, uh, Levon. Levon. A yeah, no, I, I I have no desire, or, or I would like to just pull with him just to see if I could do anything, or stop, or hang on in any kind of,
0: or just to shake position. his hand and say hi. Yeah,
1: I, I, I did shake his hand a little and meet him in China, but we never got on the table. We never really got a chance to to you know pull around a little bit. But um, no, I have no, I have no. I should. I don't want to say desire. I didn't know misconceptions of being able to compete against the likes of him or, or uh, Michael Todd, for that matter. Um, but we'll see. I can pick and choose. I, hopefully, I'll be able to pick and choose. Um,
0: How much does that guy weigh? What What's the biggest guys? Are they weighing three uh, fifty?
1: There's still nobody as big as Cleve Dean was. You remember Cleve? Yes you Well, know, 700 pounds. I think mm-hmm. at his peak. So no one is. No one's been as big as as Cleve. I would say Levon, if I was gonna guess, maybe maybe he's four hundred pounder, height three hundreds. Yeah, a big dude, big, and he's strong, and he's young. I, I don't think he he possesses the speed that Alexei did. You know, he's not the Herschel Walker of Russia, but um, you know, he's he's still a big dude. He's hard he's hard for anybody to get a hold of to apply full power on.
0: So what is this thing that um, you're doing? Where are you doing it? When are you doing it? And who, who's going to be in your, in your bracket?
1: Um, well, this next tournament, I'm just pulling a, a super match with uh, kind of the, the contender. So maybe uh, second rate um, in line to pull Rob Vigent for the title of WL. His name's uh, Paul Lynn. So he's, he's probably second best, third best in the country at the two Oh nine weight category. So we'll see how that works out here. Um, so I'll, I'll probably outweigh him by, you know, I don't know, maybe 10 pounds. I think he said he was going to try to gain weight to get up to the 220. So we'll see how that works out. And then, um, I'm going to pull, uh, some of my old Russian friends, uh, uh Haji, uh, Zolov, uh, from Russia and he's gaining weight. He's getting older and he used to be 80, 80 ish kilos. Now he's in, reaching 90, 95 kilos. So that'll be another good match for me. Um, he just recently beat uh, Todd Hutchins, who's still a monster in the United States, uh, one of the toughest, even super heavyweights we have here in the States. So, uh, but he ended up top-rolling him. So I think that's a good match for me. I think we're somewhat equal um, in, in the strengths and the areas. Uh, and then, then I'm planning on going back to Norway to pull um, uh, Ingen Terzi. I don't know if you remember Ingen. What?! little ingen yeah little ingen's big Ingen now and he's uh formidable 95 I don't know if he'll reach hundred kilos but um we're gonna have we're gonna have a little super match one super match in in Norway in March so
0: when's the last time you've seen ingen
1: oh I was in Istanbul oh, I, I it seems like a couple of years ago but I've been retired for six years now so um it's probably more like 10 years.
0: Someone in the comments is is really hanging on to the fact that you called Paul Lynn second rate. I don't think he meant it no, like no, no, that. No, second I,
1: no, second rate. No, I like second <laughs> second rank in the country. Oh, leave so poor trouble, John alone. If yeah, if someone's correct and He said rank. If that's what, if that's, what it, if that's what it came across, I'm, no, that's not what I meant. No, he's uh, yeah, no, he's uh, like ranked second in the country next to Rob Vision. I, he's so he's top top guy. Okay. Uh, he's, not, he's not a second rank by any means.
0: <laughs> I noticed you had to make a video um walking back. Not not even walking back. Base, basically you said something on YouTube and, and you're you're seeing just how raven how what's the word? <sighs> Despicable people are on the internet like you you said something uh, and I guess people mistook it as you were calling people out oh, so you yeah, made a video yeah. saying hey guys everyone hey, yeah, chill
1: yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah chill out everyone. well
1: it was it was targeted at one person and basically rob was saying something that that you know what you know basically who am I to be you know be calling all these guys out and that I, I had rob on his hit list which was the farthest thing from the truth. I, I've been just wanting super matches, and if a promoter comes and approaches me with a good deal and you know good compensation for a for a, a formidable opponent and a good super match, I'm I'm willing and ready and able to do it. And um, a friend of Rob's reached out to me and said, "Hey, uh, would you like to pull Rob? Uh, you know, tell me when, where, and you know, what we're we talking about." And yeah, for sure, I'll pull him. And um, I don't. I guess Rob didn't get the memo, and he thought that he I was going right to the top uh, top of the <laughs> How did he put? Uh, He said something about his analogy was the hurdles. I guess that I was I was jumping the highest hurdle first and didn't didn't go through all the early hurdles or something. I was like, no, dude, that's not the way it is at all. I mean, I I was approached, you know, for the match. I I wasn't out seeking seeking Rob or you know the top top guy. Which
0: that guy's been around for a while. That guy came into the sport I think when I when right around when I came in
1: um somebody told me that he has just been in since like 2004 or five which sounds about right i don't know how old rob is i'm, I'm gonna guess kind of mid-30s so
0: he was a kid yeah. when i was following yeah. sport and he was wild he was pretty yeah. like a almost like a yeah, tom nelson type
1: yeah maybe <laughs> is tom nelson still around good comparison yeah, in fact I think he just pulled uh about a month ago against a guy named Derek Smith. I don't know if you know Derek. Big guy I don't kid. Yeah, super young. But he's um tons of potential. He's like I don't know. I was gonna say he's like seven foot, but he's probably like six seven, six eight. I mean he's a big, big frame, big, big kid, three three hundred plus pounds for sure. Um, and young. So
0: Tom was awesome. He always brought the energy.
1: Yeah. No. He yeah.
0: And 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 what about um Kenny Hughes? Did you ever see him?
1: I think no, no I don't see I haven't been to California and and seen the California group. It's not like it used to be where, you know, it was hop, skip and jump to go to California and arm wrestling in a bunch of different tournaments at Pramars were are putting on it's just hasn't it hasn't happened in a while so but i think kenny kenny got in really good shape uh a few years back but i don't know i don't know what his condition is now i mean like super super shape like super lean stop drinking oh
0: shit good on yeah. him
1: yeah. yeah yeah but i don't know i don't know how how long that that
0: lasted long. yeah when i yeah. last yeah. i saw him he was he was i really liked him i yeah. really really but he was a train wreck party animal yeah fuck right. but i liked yeah. him but, um, but aren't you working um, for some – you mentioned these matches with Zolov and, and terzi but isn't there something else that you're – that I saw on the internet that you're doing that, that um Igor's putting on, like an eight-man?
1: Oh, that was the top eight. So I was approached by Igor in China. Uh, it's been almost – was it two years? In, it'll be two years. Uh, it was two years in September. so. Uh, before COVID, and uh, his his plan was to do uh, three rounds of uh, the top eight guys at the 95-kilo class, and each round, uh, there would be three three matches in each round, and then the winners would pull the winners, and the losers would pull the losers, and we would go to a, a finale funnel of, of, you know, first through eighth place, so three three different rounds at three different locations of these top eight guys, well, that all kind of fell through, and um he's trying to piece it together, you know, COVID's been a mess for everybody, and uh, it it ended up turning into him wanting just to do, like, a super match for round one, and, um, and I still didn't know. He didn't have a time and date, and it's been it's been two years since um, it was proposed, and it, finally, about a month or so ago, because I have all these other matches that are, are coming up, I, I just said, hey guys, you know, it's just not. I'm not going to be hanging on to that hope and that contract of doing top eight. Um, it doesn't. Nothing seems to be you know getting concrete and in stone, and nothing's for certain. It's not the same plan that you guys had and um if you want to do a super match with me you know reach out and and i'll be happy to say you know consider it and 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 obviously no reason not to do it but it's it was it was silly to hang on to a hope of this idea that just wasn't wasn't coming true so but anyway yeah so if you beat paul
0: Lynn, there's going to be a shitload of hype between about um, between you and Rob, I th- I think it's going to get nasty. Oh
1: next. yeah, no, it, that would be the next next match. But of course, you know, it, well, other than Todd Hutchins, uh, Rob is Rob is probably the best uh, ninety five kilo, two hundred or hundred kilo guy in the country, in the United States, in North America. And I'd I'd, I'd want to do it. I I would love to arm wrestle him again on the WAL stage. I don't know if you've seen any of the the a little bit WAL just on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, they a different approach and a little grittier a little bit, you know the I stage like it. Just cl- close to the audience yeah I, I do too I thought it was I thought it was done really well um, and he's a, he's the hammer holder, the champion of the WAO uh, which is I think the last event was run almost two years ago so um, if that ramps back up and they end up starting to do something like that again um, and I'm a, in a position and, and, and can make the weight and, and light enough and they would offer it to me I would definitely like to do it on that stage. With Rob. I have a friend who's been at uh,
0: the Marriott for. Shit, I don't know if it's 20 or 25 years. I can't remember. But he just got this card from them. And basically, he can stay at any Marriott anywhere in the world for free. He's worked there that long.
1: Oh, wow. Nice.
0: You're supposed to be like, what? What? What what'd you say?
1: Where are you going with it? Are you going with it? I wanna
0: hear you. I want to hear you one up it. I want to be like, well, when I was 25 years at Delta, they gave me my own Boeing 747. Uh, like, okay. <laughs> yeah. What what no. what did you in 37 years you must have get like something?
1: Uh yeah. It, it just depends on what state the airline industry is in at the time. You gotta be kind of lucky when when you're when you hit those uh milestones because if you're if it's after COVID and things are you know tight you don't get any any gift baskets <laughs> but, but do you can you still fly
0: i mean do you fly for free anywhere you want to go yeah
1: yeah that's that's a, that's a perk for all the employees of delta airlines so yeah it's i don't, I don't get any special treatment it's it's just you don't it for, yeah no it's just what it is for you don't have your own plane boy no nope. i don't Jeez. get i don't get upgraded to first class i don't get to i got to sit sit in the back and, and and barely survive on one coke and then a bag of peanuts and
0: And do you wear it? Don't I heard him say it, guys. Don't anyone act like I didn't hear him say it. I heard him say it. You said with the c word. Can't stand the c word.
1: The c word. Oh, coach.
0: No, coach. Yeah, I don't like that one either.
1: (laughs) I don't like either of those.
0: Um, do you still have to dress up? I remember like one time you got me like a. a, a, You don't have to do that.
1: Yeah, no, that's a long gone. We don't have to do that anymore. Everything's gone to
0: shit. We we expect nothing from anyone anymore. The bar yeah. set so low. Yeah. I'm just Man, Hey, sure. if your granddaughters want if good dudes, I have three boys that are going to be just.
1: All right. Are available. I'm just you're, telling you. They're you're bringing up right. They're, oh. they're, they're little monsters. Oh, my God. <laughs> Athletic dynamos. They have they're going to play and, music. They're, they're going to the dance <laughs> and they're going to be
0: able to choke someone out.
1: Yeah. I see they're doing the jiu jitsu now or the karate or I don't know. What, what you all gonna, that? Do, all of it. Uh, all
0: that. They're not gonna get be a pussy like their dad.
1: <laughs> um
0: are are there any boy, this one's gonna really piss and shake some people. Are there any strong women? Tomorrow, tomorrow I'm having Steffi Cohen on my podcast. She is strong, right? Yeah. She, I think she has a you know who that is? No. She has 25 powerlifting world records. She's something very special. Um, she just started getting into boxing. She, I want to say, she has like a 540 pound deadlift at 114 pounds, something wow. fucking nuts like that, right? It's 4.4 wow. times her body weight, right? And she's pretty normal looking. Right. I mean, I mean, she's a she's a Jew, so I mean, she's got all that fucking. 10,000 years of dynasty behind her of hardworking fucking go getters, smart as shit. She's a Venezuelan Jew. I think there's a, I'll find out tomorrow, but I'm guessing her parents were running from the Nazis, right? And they ended up in South America. But when I think about that, like, on one hand, you know, her deadlift's the same as Matt Fraser, the fittest man, five time fittest man in the world. I think his deadlift max is 542 at okay. 200 pounds. But but she's not strong compared to the strongest deadlifter in the world. That guy fucking deadlifts a thousand pounds, right? right? Thor guy and the Eddie Hall guy. Have you ever gripped up with a woman and you're like, oh man, this woman's strong?
1: Yes, you have. Yeah, but but they're special. I mean, you speak of Eddie Hall and, and Half Thor, and I mean they got, they're they dabble. They know of arm wrestling that they're that doesn't cross over, you know, all the time. of course. So, of course, yeah, it, but I'm not, so,
0: I'm not, sorry. So sorry. I'm not, suge- I'm not suggesting that I wasn't alluding to that. What I'm just alluding to is, is like in that sport, we see the strongest woman is so fucking strong, but she's only 50% as strong as the strongest oh, the man. man. So yeah, when you, grip, yeah, yeah. have you ever gripped up with the, like, and, and I saw what made me think of this question is I saw that, um, uh, woman, um, I think I met her a few times. She's been around forever. Uh, beautiful woman, Sarah Bachman. Is that Sarah Bachman? Yeah. So she's, I see she's got a bunch of YouTube videos with Steffi Cohen. And they're training together. Is Sarah Bachman strong? Have you gripped up with her? Super strong.
1: Okay. Yeah. She is super strong. Not the 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 strongest. Like Gabby from Venezuela is, you know, like like for really the arm wrestling strong chicks chicks from Venezuela too. Yes. So the uh, the uh, Venezuela or Brazil? I can't remember which country she's from. I'm guessing Brazil. So bad. Oh, is it is it Gabby? Yeah, Gabby, okay. uh, her last name's is Venice uh, or something like okay, that. Okay, <laughs> I'll look her
0: up. Someone will write it in the comments. Who's Gabby? Okay. Yeah. John's 57. Cut on some slack, people.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> I, I've seen her pull, and she, and I think she would beat probably most of the guy flyweights that are probably close to her weight. I mean, so, yeah, it, it, women can be pound for pound, I think, close.
0: Damn. Okay, well, that's interesting. I think Gabby is from Brazil. Brazil, yeah. Vaz Consuelos.
1: That's what screwed me up.
0: Isn't isn't like Consuelos like sleepy? I don't know. Gabby. Oh yeah, it's piling in. Oh shit. Someone said Gary Roberts beat Gabby.
1: No Gary's way. Like, There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling bullshit on that. How is Gary? Do you ever see Gary? Uh, I saw Gary last year. He did like an interview with me when I was in Texas for uh, uh, that match in uh, Waxahachie, Texas last year. Yeah, no, he seems to be doing well. I don't know. He, he's back into uh, uh, piling up uh, the, the footage of the old arm TV stuff and, and putting it back on YouTube. So Oh, good. I'm sure, I'm sure he's got enough footage to keep him busy for the next 10, 20 years of his life. <laughs>
0: so i i have I, I have my life on this I have these two hundred terabyte hard drives that's massive and i basically I thought I had all my footage on it from basically my whole life and I have like one and then I have another one that's backed up but when I type in your name there's no arm wrestling footage in there oh, man. so so i have i think i see i think when debbie or debbie the fucks her name uh, Bessie I think when Bessie and Naveed, we're. <laughs> we <were> t- <laughs> <Come on. were laughs> I'm 49. No, no, I'm 49. <laughs> uh, Bessie and Naveed, I think I sent them everything. Okay. But, but maybe I didn't. Maybe I just sent the – but I have some boxes here with hard drives yeah, on them. because
1: you, like... you, you, were, you, you were a huge saying groupie for – Yes. – 10 years. You, you, you told me 500 hours or 1,000 hours. I'm sure. Of footage you had. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, more maybe, it. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would go to every single tournament and just do like Gary Roberts, just film, 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 film. Yeah. Film. Yeah. yeah.
0: So so there must, be, there must be one of these boxes back here. So I just have to dig through it. But it would be cool to get you some of that and let you run it on your YouTube and commentate on it or talk about it. or Yeah. It'd be just nice to see some of the young behind the scenes stuff that we, that you shot. So none of that shit in in, in uh, North Shore is going on. None of that Tahoe at the Biltmore and all that um, stuff's just if, COVID I don't know killed Leonard, all
1: that. Yeah, I don't know if Leonard and Denise still do that stuff. I think I occasionally hear it's not it, not. it wasn't. It's not like it was where you know you could go and win two or three or four classes and win a couple thousand dollars. I think they do like cash boxes now. You got to win win your class to win a ticket to to win a chance to to make some money. So um, it's not as It's not as lucrative as it used to be but i think they still do some of that stuff though
0: are you are you going to be this this match with paul lynn when did you say it was next month
1: um it's in a week and a half so the 23rd of october yep
0: october 23rd and um are you going to be filming that with your iphone again and streaming it to your youtube channel
1: I, I will, if Travis decides or doesn't get anybody to do, he, he had talked about doing like a little pay-per-view thing. I don't know if that's even possible. Um, I know a few people that have talked about trying to do it and I don't know if it's ever worked out for anybody because everybody there is going to have a phone and access to the free internet and, and can stream and do the live thing. So, um, it would probably be wise for me to, to give somebody my phone and, and try to do a little bit of footage. and just
0: Please do video. that. Yeah. I'm going to actually go to your, um, what do I go to? John Bersink YouTube. I didn't do this earlier. Best of John Bersink YouTube. No, that's not you.
1: No, that's probably just a video. It's my name though. Is my channel. I, I don't know if I can ever change that in the future or something fancy, but I think probably I'll just keep the name.
0: Damn, how do I find this? Basically, I want to subscribe to it. You have to. You should stream it for sure again. How did Devin know you were going to do that?
1: Uh, Devin?
0: How did Devin know?
1: Devin? Oh, Devin, (laughs) commenting on it. Um, yeah, I think I think I just announced that I was going to do it or try to do it. Yeah. Dude, John,
0: that video has hundred and forty-five thousand views. When I watched it,
1: they condensed. Yeah.
0: That's That's fucking nuts, okay, so I just subscribed your channel
1: yeah, that seems to be the more popular thing than me doing the little little vloggy things of of interviewing people and talking about this that and the other so I haven't quite figured out what the what the public needs and uh, as far as entertainment, but uh, definitely the arm wrestling matches is. is high up there <laughs>
0: dude it's crazy so it has 1100 comments last time I checked it had 400 comments and it was 70,000 views so your station has 26,000 subscribers let me see how many my station has I last time I checked it had 9,000 thousand. Can't. well I'm just gonna I can't see where it says it but it's got to be 9,000 still nuts
1: huh and Devin's got 400,000 Four hundred thousand people. <laughs> how is that possible? <laughs> I don't know how that's possible. He, he's he's crossed over to a lot of a lot of high profile guys though, Juju and and, and Larry Wheels and um you know I don't, I don't know if you saw the the fight he did the boxing thing with Hathor. I mom, did see that. So I mean he, he's mixing it up with some some big heavy hitters and um so yeah.
0: Have you talked to him since that match with Hathor?
1: Yeah, you know, I've talked to him a few few different times, so. Did he say he was freaking out? Um, he, I think he knew in his heart he was going in as a big, big underdog, but um he seemed genuine genuinely excited about doing it. He wanted to do it, but he knew, I think he knew deep down he was going to get his ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know, there's there's a few other guys that I would have chose uh I mean, Devin's a obviously, you know, he's a killer, killer, you know, tough, brave. I mean, fearless. I'm brave, but um, there's a few guys that I would have would have probably chose to do a, become a boxer in five weeks and then then slow Devin. <laughs> who 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 would you chosen? Um, oh, Alexi. <laughs> oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um,
0: oh, that um, would have been arson.
1: Cr- I- arson um, but. Uh, I don't know even <sighs> even even Michael Todd seems to be pretty pretty oh yeah Michael Todd's and, crazy and athletic. Rod. <laughs> so, Michael Todd's
0: and, da- a da- I think a dangerous person yeah like if yeah. you tried to rob him in a liquor store it'd be very bad <laughs> very very bad
1: yeah
0: he's he's kind of that whole jumping on the arm wrestling table and all that yeah. shit
1: yeah he's got some spring he's definitely got some spring in his step
0: yeah um do you in, in Vovoda do you I mean I think he's he turned into a politician didn't he
1: yeah, I think so. I don't know exactly what he does because I don't understand Russian, but he seems like he's got an impo- an important position. He's shuffling some some expensive papers. And, and um, I see. Uh, where did
0: I see? I saw a picture of Cobra somewhere really cool lately, like on a movie set or with someone fa- with some famous actually. people. Okay. Do you ever That's see
1: possible. him? um occasionally um i was in moldova a couple three years ago with him he was part of a project that they were doing in that country for arm wrestling uh i seen him just recently i guess he was down in florida working with uh uh marvin oh oh yeah (laughs) don't ask me about any of that i know nothing (laughs) i I don't want to know anything Uh,
0: so I called Devin just to congratulate him on the genius of filming your, a TV set while you're filming live. I mean, I just cannot. It's like one of the smartest things I've ever seen done. And um, he, I'm like, where are you? He said, I'm in Florida. And I'm like, oh, yeah. What are you doing there? He's all well, I'm in a hotel room. And he starts naming off all these people. And one of them is Travis. I'm like, uh-oh. i'm like are you there arm wrestling like, i have no fucking idea dude he's all the whole thing's gone to shit did did they ever arm
1: wrestle no no he didn't arm wrestle Uh, michael todd was on there he didn't arm wrestle travis didn't arm wrestle he was just trying to work and help with the show but um yeah we'll see i guess i mean it just a typical last minute big production thing that's you know that's been sold to somebody that knew somebody that you know yeah, just all it, it all seems really just weird to me. I don't understand it. But nobody knew about the tournament until one week before the tournament actually happened, and um, of course, big money was announced. And uh, so it. Why didn't you go down there to get the it? Top, the top, top, top guy. Uh, for one, I was hurting, and, and second, I, you know, I'm I'm pretty skeptical. And so, I, I, you know, <laughs> yeah.
0: Are you sunburnt?
1: I got burnt to a crisp the last two days i was actually doing pretty well the summer's finally over here in arizona and i went for a six hour drive in the uh, convertible up to a mountaintop down in the tucson mount lemon we took a drive up there and of course i'm a a dumbass i don't worry use any sunscreen and then i spent all day yesterday on the boat so yeah I'm, i'm pretty well fried are you still riding motorcycles i haven't rode my motorcycle that much this uh, this summer because it's hot as hell in the summer, but um, I'll start riding it again here. It's the weather starting to finally cool down, but yeah, no, I still have it. My 2013 street glide helmet. No, no helmet law here. So we don't have to wear a helmet. No, no helmet. I choose not to. Yeah. I'm, can't believe, like I can't believe Renee
0: lets leave. you do that.
1: Dangerous. Well, she doesn't wear a helmet either. So
0: she rides. Well,
1: well she rides in the back.
0: Oh, right. I guess your kids are all grown up. Yeah. Don't I haven't have been on
1: care. don't have I, to take care of anybody if things go to shit.
0: <laughs> I have a whole garage full of motorcycles. I, I haven't been on a motorcycle in
1: Like dirt bike motorcycle?
0: Everything. Harleys, Hondas, okay, scooters. Dude, I had a crazy I had a crazy collection of motorcycles. like the GSXR 1000 RR I had fucking Harleys and sports bikes and it was
1: sport bikes yeah it was nuts yeah I don't know if I'm I don't don't have the whereabouts and the the alertness to ride a sport bike I I that would be dangerous for me at this point in my life um in fact we saw one uh (laughs) smashed on the side of the mountain they you know they were trying to run the hills going down Mount Mount Lemon and. uh uh, didn't quite make one corner and he was splattered on the side of the side of the hillside. So it's, I, I, I basically rode it once.
0: I rode it to Santa Barbara, which is 320 miles south of me at about 70 miles an hour the whole way. And then the next morning I rode it back at, I never went under 100. Yeah.
1: Just, a yeah, yeah. thing. I mean, that thing that's just sticks the, to the road. The, the power, the, the acceleration of those damn things. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: It is yeah. nuts, and yeah. I and I actually, it's I think it's the only bike I fell off of.
1: Yeah, you fell. Off. <laughs> I fell. I. I, I I, I pulled was, out of my
0: house and I'm like, oh, I forgot my gloves and I just turned around and it, I just, I just fucking well, T-boned oh, it right So now. yeah,
1: that's, well, that's not too bad. <laughs> no, I was, no. I was going up a canyon road. I had Renee on the back and just the extra weight of her being on the back, me getting on it and it, the, the horsepower, it, um, it lifted that front, front end up and I thought, oh, here we go and I was trying yeah. to negotiate a corner while it's doing that. I'm like, oh, this ain't good. <laughs> Did you make it? Yeah, I made it. I brought it back down but it, it scared me. It startled me like, oh shit. What the hell? How about Renee? Yeah, no, she hung on. She's a trooper. She's, she's fallen off my motorcycle a couple times where I've, I've actually did, <sighs> like you say, just, you know, turn on the Harley and kind of get chug chug and, and does one of those yeah. <laughs> You hurriedly look around and make sure no one's seeing you do it and, and try to get it back upright.
0: Have you ever been on a motorcycle trip where um someone just drops the bike repeatedly? I, I went on this trip once and there was a girl on the trip and she dropped it. Like, that's how what she did. Uh, she just uh, got off and dropped her Harley. It was crazy. <laughs> seriously, it was crazy. At one point, we were asking the cop for directions on this dirt road. It was it kind of gravel road. We got off on some weird spot. And we pull up next to him. And everyone, like, stops and gets off to talk to him. And she gets off her bike and forgets to put her kickstand on the, the fucking
1: bike. Goes down.
0: And she acts like it's nothing. All
1: right. Short legs. Have maybe just couldn't. Yeah,
0: she was right. tiny. Yeah, tiny.
1: Yeah. yeah, well, Renee would have that same problem then.
0: You ever been with someone
1: like that who just drops their bike to park it? Um, I've, I've hung out with some people that have dropped their bike a few different times and it's normally after a few beers and, you know, they don't have, you know, or they're, they're back into a curb and it's kind of an awkward, you know, high, low position is, is norm- normally what gets them, you know, they yeah. don't understand uh the, 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 it's not level ground. So
0: that's the only place I've, I've dropped. I dropped a bike. Also the Africa twin. It's huge. Um, a honda i don't know if you know what it is a sports bike but i backed it up into a parking spot on a curb on a street mm-hmm. right fucking Couldn't fell over
1: <laughs> well, and then I, I wasn't strong
0: my- and i wasn't strong enough to pick it up i didn't have the technique so a guy in a fucking prius stops and gets out in his three-piece suits and helps me lift it up <laughs> oh, it was shit. it was yeah, bad
1: I, I had a little,
0: um, i've never had a full erection since that day
1: <laughs> i had a yamaha 1600 road Road King, Road Star, Road, something like that. And it was just new to me. And I, I had pulled up to the – it was back when I actually uh, was going to the uh, the gym. It was one of them gyms that had all the, the glass so you could see your reflection. And I pulled it up at the parking lot. I was admiring my bike and went to, go, to get off it while I was still looking at it. And, yeah, I didn't. For, I forgot to put the kickstand <laughs> down. <laughs> over, over it went like, oh, that's a dumbass.
0: Someone up. wrote – Someone wrote in the comments, Travis got kicked out. Did Travis get kicked out of the tournament?
1: I, he, that's what I had heard, and I called him the next morning, and it was completely false, untrue. He, he had gotten into some confrontations with some guys um, about this, that, and the other. I won't go into detail of it, but um, no, I don't. he didn't get kicked out. And
0: so It was in regards to that he was upset that the tournament didn't happen? Was it in regards to that? You would think Travis um, is used to that. He, he's pretty tight with Marvin.
1: Yeah, he, I think he he just ended up getting upset. I think um, whoever planned it um, planned the uh, actual stage of the tournament next to a uh, I think a Zumba class, and they were rocking their Zumba music the whole the whole time. You know, so he couldn't do his his skit, you know, his announcing and all his hype and stuff. So it was just um, I think you know, it was just frustrating for him. To, to, Is he still arm wrestling? He, he's been kind of. Um, he's still in the arm wrestling industry. (laughs) He still does promotions and works for different people and, and puts on tournaments, but he hasn't really been super active as far as a competitor. Why is that? Is he hurt? Um, I just don't think there's any, been any really big money tournaments to really entice him. Uh, I think probably the last big money tournament was probably, well, when I quit 2015, I think the next year, 2016, they had half the prize money. And I think he ended up winning that. And that's probably the last time he's he's pulled in a in a big tournament. But he's you know, he's he's gotten in shape to pull some big big guys, big names uh in uh, in Europe. And I know for that match in Moldova he got really big and strong left handed. But um Did he win? Yeah. It was just against one guy, some Georgian, super heavyweight, but yeah. No, he's still very capable. If if the money was out there, if the a purse was big enough, um, I think Travis would be right there in the running with with the best of them, for sure.
0: Um, Someone else wrote, Travis gripped up with Devin real quick on, on left hand this weekend and had nothing.
1: I did I see, I did see that. And there was a video of that? Yeah. Devin's a, Devin's a big, strong guy right now. So, yeah. But I, I, know, I know Travis said he was going to start getting in shape. I, he's getting ready. I don't know... When the match is supposed to happen, but he's, he's slated to pull Cody Merritt, who is probably well he's a world champion right now, super heavyweight, I mean in the WAF worlds, and uh, so he's he's the best there is, uh, left-handed, heavyweight, super heavyweight. So Merritt, that have, name sounds familiar. He's
0: been around Cody forever. Merritt
1: Yeah, a guy I pulled with for many, many years at Bob, Bob Brown's group. you know he lives up in uh, actually north of where my oldest daughter lives in, in North Ogden, up in Star Valley, Utah. You don't remember Cody Merritt.
0: Put, definitely know the name. I can't put a picture, a face. How about the know. guy, Rob, how about Robbie Toby? Does that, do you remember him?
1: Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Big guy, S- strong guy. I haven't seen him probably 15 years. I mean, I used to see him at the, the Reno tournaments every year, but yeah, man, it's been a while. I think he pulled, um, you know, actually, I think Robbie Topi was the one that actually hurt Cody's left arm. They had a super match, um, or maybe it was his right arm. I can't remember what he hurt—left or right. I'm not sure. But uh, he ended up having a match with Robbie Topi, and they he ended up injuring himself. Robbie's arms are ridiculous. Yeah, no, he's he's gotten huge. He's a monster.
0: I think he's a sheriff. I follow him on Instagram. Yeah. I think he's been promoted to sheriff like the, okay. the the head sheriff, the the sheriff of his town. He seems like a cool dude. I always liked him. He was very soft spoken. Yeah. Um. Someone says, "Why don't Why doesn't John pronounce his last name in Polish?"
1: Oh, because nobody, li- nobody in America would 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 put the 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 R Z together as sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, too weird. How do you pronounce it?
0: Berzynk. Berzynk. John Berzynk. I think Brzank's good. There's
1: no bur. It's Brzank. So I think it's better. Do you work tomorrow morning? I do. Still what, working.
0: Monday what time? Friday.
1: I get up around 430. I'm out the door at a little after five. Start so at six. Why did you
0: agree to do this podcast so late? It's got to be 1014. You're going to be up uh, working in six hours.
1: Uh, what, time is, what time is it? It's oh, early still yet. I'm, I'm, I'm on your time. It's nine four. 4- Arizona, Arizona doesn't do daylight savings. So we become Pacific time. Oh, your mic. Pacific time. We're Pacific time. We're the same time as you. What, what time are you? You got
0: uh, nine fourteen.
1: Oh, that's all. That's all it is. Nine fourteen here too. It's still early. What time do you normally go to bed? Uh, eight eight thirty. <laughs> no, I, I could I can stay up. Sometimes <laughs> I can stay up until nine. Your wife
0: lets you. Um, do you want to do this again? Um,
1: absolutely. It's always good can, talking to you.
0: When can we do? I'm trying to. I, I would like to somehow. Let's do it. After you pull this Paul Lynn guy. Okay. And when there's no fucking echo, I'm so sorry. I'll fix this problem.
1: I, and then maybe have, we can walk. Yeah, I'm getting no echo on my side at all. So whatever you're feeling or hear is all on, the, on that side because I don't hear it at all. Okay, good.
0: And then I just hope it's not in the recording because people will bitch to know end. And then maybe we can play the matches in a third screen. Like something like, uh oh, it's not letting me do it. We can do a format to where there's a third screen, basically.
1: Okay.
0: And then, and we can just talk about the match. We can have someone pause it, and you can be like, okay, this is when my wrist got broken back, or this is when his wrist got broken back, or you'll notice here there's someone in the background yelling at me. You know, that that's <laughs> a guy right. who owes me a thousand bucks, yeah. or
1: you right. know. Yeah, no, I'm I'm game. Let's do it.
0: We'll do a walkthrough of it and
1: see how it goes. All right, Sounds good. What time is it? How long do you normally do these things? You're like, you're like Iron Man. What is it? Hour and 46 minutes? What? I can't even read it without my glass. At, my glass
0: at. Uh, yeah. Hour and 45 oh, yeah. minutes. I, I usually only do 90 minutes cause I have to pee, but today for some reason I don't have to pee. Okay,
1: cool. I have my bladder's
0: <laughs> the size of a walnut. Someone told me, no, no, a well hung field mouse.
1: Uh, are you sure it's not the prostate?
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I had that checked. Unfortunately, it's good.
1: And check okay. by by two dudes. <laughs> yeah, I I get the PSA test. They don't do the wiggle wiggle for me. My doctor's pretty cool in that respect. Like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Blood test will work. Okay, good. <laughs> Fuck.
0: I just talked about this the other night, but the guy, the guy does the check on me. He's like, oh, let's have an expert check it. I'm like, motherfucker. How about the first guy who sticks <laughs> his finger in my ass?